0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode four of Go Be Wyoming. I'm Aaron Gray, and today, Zach Gale is joining me from Bozeman again. Zach, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. We just got got done with an interview with uh, Senator Bo Biteman. Yeah. That was awesome. That was great. Got some good stuff there. Um, I will say, you know, um, all our legislators, they put in a lot of work. I mean, that's... yeah um you know plus having full-time jobs most of them and then they got to put in you know eight nine hours a day throughout the year and then when they have to do session i mean that's just a lot so yeah uh, definitely but um we are gonna get right into it zach we have a lot to talk about over the last week um we will start off with kind of the fun stuff um We got uh Kanye West and then Nikki Six uh, in the news, uh Wyoming news. Um, <laughs> Nikki Six uh has been out here in Wyoming, looks like maybe he moved out here, he's a transplant, uh, but he was caught fly fishing on Snake River. Yep. Um seems like he's getting pretty good at it, looks like to me. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, that was uh
1: that was news to, well, so I uh did a little bit of digging on that. Apparently he moved here in June. Um, I had no idea about that. He's uh, living in Jackson. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he posted on his Instagram, uh, the fish that he caught. It was a decent cutthroat. So um, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs>
0: he's, uh, he's enjoying his time out here in the Tetons, man. I, uh, yeah. I think uh, Kanye West is maybe starting a movement of, you know, the, de-urbanization you know everyone coming out here and um, yeah. you know uh, so hey that which is good we I, you know I uh, you and I both we both fly fish we love the outdoors yeah. so hey that's that's awesome um yeah and then yeah Kanye um you know I I think the name of the uh news source I think tells you everything you need to know uh, yeah. it's from one green planet um and they claim so One Green Planet is not any sort of state agency for Wyoming that I'm aware of. Uh, but they claim that Kanye is gonna be endangering the sagegrass population over there in Cody if he expands his ranch. Yes. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Um and I didn't find that um source, but I found uh, High Country News reported it as well. Um yeah, kind of talking about how uh, sage grouse kind of threatened by oil and gas development, miners, ranchers, hunters, I guess anything that walks the earth uh, is kind of what they're reporting. Um, but they they kind of gave a little bit of insight as to what he's wanting to, to build. Um, so uh, he's already got a two-bedroom lake house built out there on his, uh, uh, excuse me, no, Plans to add a two-bedroom lake house, two underground 10,000-square-foot parking garages, and then a uh, 10-bedroom 52,000-square-foot residence, uh, which coincidentally would be about the size of the White
0: House. Um, So, (laughs) um, I I was going to make a joke, uh, Parks and Rec, uh, Tom Haverford's character, wanted to build a big... uh, entertainment center for their small town of Pawnee and I was going to say that's what Kanye wants to do and uh, (laughs) I guess that is what he wants to do so (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, so
1: we'll see yeah we'll see how that that works out for him Um, uh, because they said something they report here what was it Um, oh where was it I think there's just some conservation kind of
0: issues with that um, and zoning so um, well, and, and th- this was one of my takes I was going to say in support of Kanye is I don't like that these people are attacking him right away. Yeah. Because, uh, one, it's not built. Like, he he can't move dirt. Like, I mean, that that's why the counties and cities and wherever this is, they've got zoning rules. Like, you know, right. yes, it's private land, but he can't just go out there and start doing it. So right. that's number one. That's why we have those rules in place. Um, now, you know. My joke kind of falls deaf now because I mean he is trying to build a huge you know uh, the parking garage and stuff. So I mean yeah that's a that's a lot of land, but um, he's got to get approval. So like right. the, the county might shoot him down and say no. Like you can build a two bedroom house, but you can't build a you know yeah. big old parking garage. You know right. Uh, <laughs> and there's probably you know uh, environmental issues in regards to the depth of those you know all that stuff so right um, that that's what drives me nuts um with the sage grouse is like number one it's private property so that um and, and then we've got rules in place Wyoming's one of the best states with with environmental conservation rules so yeah um and then also the Petroleum Association of Wyoming had a study out or actually the state's finishing a eight-year study of the sage grouse population cycle Mm -hmm. the numbers are going up so yeah um there's that so you know it's it's kind of one of those things like they're gonna go after Kanye but the population's going up so yeah over a 10-year cycle so anyways but right um those are your celebrity news bits right there Zach And um, let's move into our interview with Bo. He kind of was talking about this carbon capture um, that integrated test center over in Campbell County. Um, it sounds like, um, you know, it's moving forward, you know, Senator Barrasso came out and, you know, he's kind of excited to see what it does. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to monitor that, you know, it is interesting and, um, you know, we do have Ramico over here in Sheridan. So, um, anyways, there's, there's moves into the, you know, the carbon capture space, the innovation of what we can do with, uh, coal and carbon and, um, looks like you found, um, yeah. um, Yeah. Over at the Casper Tribune, um, there's
1: a, they printed out kind of his his statement on uh, the carbon capture, but something that caught my my eye, they said, um, so this is in regards to the integrated test center in Gillette. Um, he says it gives research teams access to captured carbon emissions so they can develop new uses for it. Teams at the site are developing fuels, plastics and new building materials, all from carbon dioxide that would otherwise be released up the smokestack. Um, so, I mean, Ingenious, I think um, yep. taking these, you know, these emissions that are um, the number one rallying cry for climate activists and using those for um, a lot of stuff, fuels, plastics, and building materials. I mean, that's, that's huge. Um, and especially what we've talked about with Bo in regards to building, uh, um, you know, jobs and creating jobs and trying to get people to, Um, kind of diversify Wyoming's economy I think is a great way to keep the tradition of you know minerals and land resources um, and expand on it Um, so yeah I I think that's 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 huge hopefully that'll take off
0: yeah and you know one thing I'm curious to see is and Zach I don't know if you're familiar with this but graphene um, is a material that people have recently stumbled upon that can help uh, it's got multiple applications, but, uh, one of the things I want to, I'm curious about is these building materials that they might come from this integrated test center is graphene can come from natural gas, which is, it's a patented uh, process now. And, you know, somebody has got it, but, um, yeah. So yeah, there's, there's just multiple applications to this, which makes sense. I mean, um, it, it makes sense for the oil and gas operators you know if if, uh, if they can save money and make some you know uh whatever you know make make other products absolutely and then create more jobs and um you know uh like i said we got ramico here that kind of does the same thing they're looking at, i think they're looking more into the coal side not really the oil and gas side but kind of same stuff so yeah it, i'm excited and we'll keep an eye on it and see if anything um you know comes from it um You know, I think Senator Biteman's only gripe with it was how much money the state and the university, you know, is giving to this company when you've got a private company trying to do it. So, you know, which understandable, but you know, I, you know, what can you do if they they've already given them the money and they're building it? So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, Um, but yeah, I mean, and it goes for more than just.
1: I mean, you you need engineering and um, you need you know local. Construction companies even to build the sites too. So yep. I mean, this doesn't just benefit the one company itself; it benefits everybody.
0: Absolutely, um, yeah. And and this has been like I know, I I would bet they're not even done building it yet. I mean, it's been three four years. So yeah, yeah. construction company laborers. I mean, for Campbell County for Gillette, it's been great, um, yeah. especially with the downturn in coal. Definitely. Um, we hit on this with our interview with uh, Senator Biteman. Um, so Orion Mine uh, seems like they will uh, take over that Occidental land purchase, that checkerboard, um, yep. grand total of one point three billion dollars. Um, they're getting almost about five million acres, mineral acres, and then about almost you know one point five two million surface acres. So big purchase. Um, you know Senator Biteman is hopeful that uh, Orion Mine um, in good faith, we'll try and develop some of that stuff into Trona County. Um, you know, and, uh, I think he's right. Same with representative Kenner time. will time will tell if we missed out on something or, you know, was it kind of a blessing in disguise with our current situation? Right.
1: Yeah. And it uh, sounds like they're going, they're mostly interested in the Trona. Um, and I don't know if you want to give some insight what exactly is Trona and, uh, know why is that there because there's a there's potential for a lot of stuff there besides the um, trono as
0: well yeah you know it's uh, most of that is is in the powder and then some of it is also in that bighorn county um over time um by like warland um Mm -hmm. um you know the bighorn basin so um there has been there has been history of production so that's that's what's good um you know, some of it keeps heading West towards the Tetons. So yeah. untested. So that's kind of, I think where, maybe that's where the governor was being a little slow is, right. you know, what's that potential of that acreage over there, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. And, you know, uh, Senator Bightman did hit on it too. Occidental kind of bought this property a couple years ago. They paid way too much for it, put themselves in a bad spot and, um, So, you know, it's just kind of a weird, it was kind of a weird deal. So hopefully Orion um, seems like they're in a healthier economic situation and they can maybe develop something out of it. Um, I will say in the revenue committee, Treasurer Meyer was on um, and he did talk about this um, and said that uh, he does think right now, this is probably okay that we got outbid um, just due to our economic situation and uncertainty. So um, anyways, we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. Um, I've got on here, um, you know, I helped coach up at the high school ninth graders, Um, the Wyoming athletic association. We're playing fall sports. You know, we just went back to school yesterday Um, just for everyone out there. If, if they're concerned about what, what the, restrictions are and, and what the precautions are. Um, you know, coaches and students are wearing masks pretty much all the time, unless they're com- uh, unless the kids are competing, then they don't. Um, and then uh, for fans, limited fans, it's going off of either a thousand, which the governor approved, you know, you can have a thousand people at an outdoor event um, or up to 50% capacity of whatever the venue is. Um, mm-hmm. So for example, Sheridan High School Stadium can fit 2000. So 50% would be a thousand anyways. We have to be socially distanced still. Um, And then I don't know about other school districts, but here at Sheridan, we um, have a list of names. So ever, you know, we kind of are tracking who the parents are and fans are. Um, We kind of do a screening, you know, for every game um so it's not like if I was a parent I get to go to every game nope it's right you know, every week we're doing this you know for every home game we're getting screened and um and then uh traveling teams uh yeah away team so when Sheridan has to go um to Cheyenne next week only 100 fans can go and um I'm curious to see how that works if yeah um you know might be up to each school but um so yeah, that's kind of the update on that. You know, I think for anyone out there listening, that's uh, hoping for high school sports. Um, you know, and Zach, I have been here and I'll ask you here live on this. Um, I wonder if it'd be kind of fun. I know you might not have time, but sometimes I can't go to all the varsity games. Um, they're going to do the webcast free this year, obviously, since um, limited fans. Right. Um, right. I wonder if we could do like, you know, uh, don't want to compete with the radio, but be kind of like a live stream. Uh, um, so anyways, I think that'd be yeah. kind of fun. Maybe we'll, I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So you're in, that'd be, um, um, cause then we can have some adult libations, you know, liquid libations, uh, while we're uh, calling the game, uh, uh, might make the, might make the calling a little, uh, a little more entertaining. Um, yeah. <laughs> next thing I had here um I found interesting and then I'll kinda let you talk about the um that UW enrollment uh, article. Yeah. Um so I looked at the numbers of that Fremont tax bill that half percent um tax bill that passed in the primaries. Um uh-huh. they had a total of ten thousand six hundred people that voted in their primary. Um But only 10,100-ish voted on the tax bill. Hmm. So about 400 to 500 people didn't vote yes or no. Uh, Interesting. So now uh, the tax was written as economic diversification tax. Okay. Now, and I know when I turned 18 and I went and voted in my first primary, I probably would have read that and be like, I have no idea what that means. But, yeah, right. Um, I think this just shows how important that for us, we need to be reporting on this kind of stuff because in only one by 100 votes, I mean, they eliminated yeah. 400, 500 votes by the wording. Um, right. Yeah. So anybody listening in Fremont County, um, you guys better vote in November. I mean, you've got, you you have the votes. I mean, it's... Um, right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're a citizen of Fremont County, I think you need to be asking your county commissioners and your cities about what, what this tax is um, and what it would go right. to. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, um, kind of an oil and gas update. Um, there's going to be a huge BLM lease sale um, in December. The BLM pushed it back, obviously, due to the economic situation. Um, it'll be about a quarter, quarter million acres. So that's quite a bit. So that'll be, that'll be good for the state of Wyoming. And, uh, the rig count as of today, there is one. So, uh, we are not at zero anymore. So somebody's out there drilling. So, um, there go. that's good news. Um, <laughs> Zach and I will kick it over to you. This is going to be interesting here. Yeah. Uh, that UW enrollment and uh, what the governor just passed.
1: Yeah. So, uh, let's see, I sent this to you Tuesday, right? I think it was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, so, basically, what we what happened? Um, Governor Gordon approved a grant um, grant funding for fifty seven million dollars, uh, and it's not it's for uh, college students. Um, so it's for the University of Wyoming and uh, the community colleges in the state. Um, but we were looking at um, I think they were projecting like a twenty percent enrollment drop. Um, between this year and last year. Right. Um, and so, with this new grant funding uh, that's provided for students who have been negatively impacted by the uh, pandemic, as well as some adults, um, they've seen uh, enrollment come up um, drastically actually in the last week. Um, so, now instead of a 20% uh, enrollment drop, they're looking at a 4%. Um, and then the graduate level is Down even is even narrower, 1%. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, what we've got here, the Casper Star Tribune reported on this. um, uh, Let's see, Chad Baldwin, UW spokesman, um, said that this grant will give $3,250 to each student affected by the pandemic, plus a similar program to adults who may need new training. So I looked in a little bit later in the article, they talk about what that kind of looks like and for that new training um, is really, I think to just get graduate students enrolled. Um, It's, let's see here. Uh, So the, for the new considered new training, you have to be 25 or older um, in need of retraining or an education uh, for your next job or career path. So again, I think it's just to get grad students kind of um, to enroll. Um, so yeah, and I think that money, you know, students had to prove either a loss in income or somehow they were affected by the pandemic. So whether that was unexpected travel costs or new housing, um, could contribute to that. Right. What was, uh, interesting was, uh, um, uh, where did it go here? Um, Harshman, uh, is he, and he's the speaker, yep,
0: the house. yeah,
1: yep. yeah. Uh, so Steve Harshman originally wanted to uh, send a check to all university students, uh, so the university students would receive six thousand five hundred dollars, um, yep. just as a blanket. Everybody gets sixty five hundred dollars, yep. um, and so that would have totaled one hundred sixteen million. And he's looking to take that from the. Uh, $1.25 billion in COVID relief stimulus money. Um, and so, uh, you know, they, they kind of pulled that back a little bit. Um, State superintendent, Jillian Bailo, um, you know, said that this was, there was a stipulation to that money. Basically you get your $6,500 check if you wear a mask. Um, and so basically forcing students to wear masks. So she was kind of, um, she rubbed up against that and they ultimately ended up giving the cutting it the, the check in half for students who are negatively affected. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where that, that went. Um, uh, what else did I have on that? Uh, did you, did you have anything to say about that, Aaron?
0: You know, I, I just hope people listening, it's like, uh, Call up the governor. I'm not sure why he feels one, if it's true that it's coming out of our COVID relief, why it's necessary to give money to students. I don't, uh, everyone's hurting right now. I'm not too sure about that. Um, and I would, I would kind of, I would love to know Harshman speaker of the house, Harshman's reasoning of $6,000 per student. Um, yeah. There was nothing in those articles that said, you know, Wyoming-based residents. Obviously, if you're a community college, you're probably a Wyoming resident. But yeah, uh, I, I'm I I'm just kind of baffled at the reasoning of this. Um, right. You know, the three thousand is not going to cover any tuition. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I I don't know. It, this is just mind blowing to me. When you sent it to me Tuesday, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Sixty million. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, um, right. and, and especially this again, I was kind of like, maybe I should enroll and see if I get it. You know, like what yeah. what's the stipulation yeah. of me saying I'm a student? You know, I guess I'd be yeah. an adult, so I'd have to be a new training, but yeah. um, uh, just mind blowing to me. And, you know, on in our, our interview with Senator Biteman, you know, he was kind of talking about we've been sitting on this billion dollars obviously not, you know, I, you know, the governor has just said, Nope, I'm going to get rid of 60 million of it. Um, yeah. To the students when you've got Wyoming residents and business owners that, you know, are struggling. And, and so mind blowing to me, um, when I was reading it, I couldn't believe it. I, I, um, you know, there was nothing from Harshman in there about why he thought that. And it's, yeah, I think we need to reach out to him and ask him what his reasoning is of that. Um, yeah, this is just, uh, you yeah, know, I mean, it's what, what was interesting, Zach, in the research is too. So Harshman is part of the, what, what's called the tomorrow task force committee. Yeah. And, uh, we'll probably put this up on the website, but I looked up the, the, the why the formation of this committee was created. Um, and it was f- to form the development and potential education scholarship grant programs. Um, hmm. Was the original uh, mission of this committee? And all of a sudden, this committee's the one kind of giving approval to the governor: "Hey, go spend sixty million dollars." Um, yeah. So wild! And I can't tell. They said that there's a budget on this committee that's sixteen thousand. I don't know if that means like that's the scholarship fund, which we've obviously surpassed that with 57 million, um, or if that's like the budget for them to meet. So I'm kind of confused on that. But um yeah. yeah, we're gonna put that up on the website. But yeah, this I mean, it's uh those were my thoughts. I um and hey, don't get me wrong, like I went to UW, I I, I got we've got great scholarship and grant programs in the state, but yeah. um just handing out three grand to a kid that's enrolled i mean what okay like great good job but you've got small businesses in wyoming that are barely hanging on yeah they're facing down closing
1: their doors within yeah. months yeah so um and comes from another i mean right on the heels of this kind of i would it's kind of controversial the occidental land purchase i mean the obviously the state's announced that there's a huge deficit and then a couple of weeks later we're announced that the the governor's office is trying to buy this land that just went for $1 billion, you know, more than the money we got for COVID relief. Yep. And then now he's giving more money to to students. Again, UW has, has some good programs and I'm not trying to discourage people from enrolling or going to school there, but, um, yeah, it's it's
0: questionable. <laughs> well, and, and what's questionable, too, is like a couple of years ago, like, love their football program. I love Coach Bowl. I love what they've done. Um, but the state also gave them additional money a couple of years ago for that big old facility. And now, you know, the Mount West, and, uh, you know, I'd be curious to know if the presidents of the university didn't want them to play. And it's like, okay, so wait, we gave you money for that you're not going to play now. You're going to lose this money. And then now we're giving you money. So it's like, what, um, there's just no accountability. It seems like about what, what are we, um, like you said about like, what, what are our priorities right now? Um, yeah. So fascinating. You know, I, and, um, this comes off, we're we're just coming out of the interview with Biteman, Senator Biteman, and he's, you know, we didn't talk to him about this, but, he brought up all those spending issues we have. Um, yeah. And you know, it, it, if, if you live in Wyoming and if you don't see it, I, you know, I, I don't know what else to tell you. It's like, I, I you know, I, it's pretty obvious that we're just spending way too much money that we're bringing in. I mean, I, yeah. So yeah, it's, um, I think hopefully we haven't burned any bridges, but I'd love to sit down with speaker of the house harshman, get his reasoning why, would love to know where the money's coming from. Is it coming from that COVID relief fund that we got? Yeah. Love to get the governor on, uh, at least like a timeline. Like you said, what, what's your right. timeline here? You know, we got out yeah. Were you, was this, was this, was this going to be at the same time? We were going to drop 60 million for the university. We were going to drop a billion dollars on this. Like what's your timeline yeah. here during COVID? Um, while not counting any government jobs. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Some
1: interesting developments.
0: Yeah. yeah for no, sure. It's wild. Um, and, and I will say this about the governor. I thought I've, I've thought he's done a decent job with, with COVID and his response. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this is probably one of his biggest questionable things he's done so far. Um, so we'll leave, leave it at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, this is a good topic, Zach. We'll kind of change gears here. Yeah. Um, some local talk, news. Yeah. Some city of Sheridan stuff. Um, kind of, it, it's, a uh, interesting and good. Um, you know, this, the council members passed, um, kind of changing the statutes a little bit about alcohol, um, yep. it's legal now to, uh, for businesses to deliver alcohol. Um, yep. and then they kind of just did it as a, uh, uh, exo you know, businesses were already doing it somewhat curbside. Um, right. and so, um, so that got passed in the city of Sheridan. Um, you know, the attorney city attorney was like, you know, how the state statute reads, we are allowed to, do, you know, the cities can do this. So, um, which yeah. I think is pretty awesome. That's that's how it should be. Um, yep. What's fascinating on that was the voting. Um, yeah, it was very close, four to three. The yeses were Henderson, Lyndon, Martin, and Bridger. The noes were Schaefer, Mayor Miller, and Beaver. Um, and then we're gonna get to. The next vote, which was on an amendment kind of changing language about stores, grocery stores, could can now get a permit for a liquor license. Um, and they are allowed now, the amendment now allows them that they can have a door, you know, in between them. So you can, right. um, like, yeah. like Walmart, if, if they ever put one in there, they can have, you know. it it can be in there.
1: Um, Uh, Yeah. Even a good, another example is where Albertsons and Sheridan liquor are right now. They can put a doorway in there and that's, it's legal now. You can go right between and say going out and around and in.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I would say that common sense probably on the North end of town was probably maybe the reason of we need to reconsider this. Yep. Again, uh, the voting here, the only two knows. Interestingly, was Mayor Miller and then Schaefer. Um, You know, I I would like to get Mayor Miller on and kind of ask his reasoning. Um, You would think that the yeses would be uh, good for businesses um, is my original take, so.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, And, you know, the Sheridan Press had a good article on it Um, again, you know, city attorney, Brendan Kearns talked about, um, the redefining this act of delivery. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Uh, the purpose is to attempt to meet the statutory requirement of alcohol being served on the premises. And then the delivery is the act of providing the alcohol to a purchaser, um, and so that's, you know, it just kind of changed its definition of delivery. Um, and what it looked like, there were a few kind of people who were opposed to this that weren't voting. Um, um, but their argument was they were not in favor of changing this definition just because of the, the language and the uncertainty of how well it would be upheld if it was challenged in court. Um, so that's that's what I found, um, but there wasn't a comment from uh, Mayor Miller or uh, Rep, um, Councilman Schaefer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that was their uh, their reasoning as well.
0: And and you know they they interviewed um, the police chief. Uh, I think it's still Adrian's. Um, yep. And you know he said he he wasn't a yes or no. Just from his standpoint of how do we um you know make sure there's no underage you know purchasing Correct. especially on a delivery uh which yeah. i'm like yeah totally i mean that i mean yeah um I, I i would imagine with technology now and i think you know whoever's delivering it it's you check the id you know i mean um you know if you want to argue well you'd get a 21 year old to buy it for you it's like well yeah they would still go to a liquor store and buy it and then give it to them and Right, it but it's cold. already happening now. Yeah. yeah. So you know, cause I was walking through that in my head, I was like, you know, I could see where you know, would that make it easier for them to get it? But I'm like, if you're checking IDs like you normally would, yeah. Um, you know, i you're, um Yeah. The so, sale I guess is
1: is legal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, you exactly, know, what yeah. happens it's, after the sale is is mm-hmm. the purchaser's own problem. So
0: you know, now I I guess You know, that business needs to be careful, you know, um, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but it's like, well, if they showed up to a house and yes, the 20, you know, the purchaser is 21, but like, you obviously see a group of people in there you know, I don't know what the legal, I mean, I don't know at that point. Cause now it's like, right.
1: Well, yeah. Cause even if you go to the liquor store, you know, and you're not 21, but the person you're with is 21. Yep. I don't think they can sell you the alcohol because there's the assumption they're buying it for the underage person.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's ways around that. Like the person could just walk yeah. outside, you know, I, Right, wait in the car. Yeah, so, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how, what happens here. Um,
1: you,
0: you know, I, yeah, it, no, it, it'll be interesting. I think the big thing for me was the curbside. You know, I, the, at least getting that. Like, if they're ever challenged or anything, you know, that's good to go. We can now do curbside. Um, okay. you know, delivery. I would imagine we're probably not going to be the only mis- mis- yeah, municipalities in the states. Um, that have probably considered this due to, to, you know, the restaurants have to do something, you know, and the liquor stores have to do something. So. Yeah. um, Yeah. I know Montana's currently
1: considering something like that too. Um, Or at least Bozeman is. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, um, like I said, my, my big question to Mayor Miller would be, you know uh not to put them in a position but it's like these would help small businesses would be my assumption yeah. so um but sure. like you said maybe maybe it was the legal language of it is that the concern um yeah so um well zach we covered a lot <laughs> yeah a lot of news today yeah yeah um but uh i think to kind of finish out kind of a recap um Kanye West, Nikki six being, uh, you know, uh, in the news, celebrity news, um, yep. sports are happening. You know, Wyoming high, yeah. the Wyoming High School Athletic Association. We're we're full bore. We're going. Um, and uh, lastly, our big headline on this one is going to be that fifty-seven million that the governor gave uh, for grant funding for the university. Um, yeah. Yep but uh zach thanks for joining in again um, yeah of course everybody thanks for listening in and we'll uh, catch you all next time righty.